0: Now, my next guest started out his career in the Navy and then went on to head the Irish Coast Guard. He has since, though, set his sights further afield and he's now based in Somalia's capital Mogadishu, where he serves as head of mission for EU CAP, which is the EU's mission to rebuild the rule of law in Somalia. And he joins me now on the line. Chris Reynolds, good morning to you and thank you for joining me.
1: It's a pleasure.
0: Um, Can you tell me how does an Irishman end up in Somalia heading the EU mission that is helping to rebuild the rule of law? How does that happen?
1: Well, I'm certainly the palest man there, that's for sure. Um, Well, effectively, I started out in the Navy and after Navy, I joined the Coast Guard. I became director in 2007 at the age of 45. So after 10 years in the post, uh, I felt that I could use my services elsewhere, my skills elsewhere. And so I approached my department of transport and foreign affairs and... I ended up in, uh, in Mogadishu initially as head of operations, but eventually becoming Ireland's first uh, head of mission for one of these crisis missions.
0: So it obviously Somalia has a reputation of being a very dangerous place. And I, I know that you live yourself in a heavily guarded compound in Mogadishu's airport. Um, and even despite it being heavily guarded, it's still attacked pretty regularly.
1: Uh, Somalia is a very fragile state. It's, it's coming out of 30 years of, of basically uh, civil war. Um, so Al-Shabaab, which is the main uh, terrorist organization in Somalia, are quite active, um, mainly in the middle and south Somalia. And so Mogadishu can be quite a hazardous place, as you can imagine. So we take uh, security very seriously. And so we take all security precautions. And the international community tends to live inside compounds. There is a, the major area, it's the, around the airport. And there's about 15 compounds in, in inside that. And I live in one of those compounds with the uh, EU military mission and some embassies.
0: And has it, has it ever come close to you, Chris, with those attacks? Or have you ever had a moment where you're, you feared for your life?
1: Personally, no. Um, we are very well protected and we take our security very, very seriously. I can't go into the, uh, our modalities of security. But of course, like crossing the street, you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Um, but I, I feel quite, uh, quite secure and I'm, I'm well looked after.
0: So most of the work that you do is done from the safety of that co- compound, but um, you do obviously also leave and you travel into Somalia because you have to see uh, firsthand what life is like on the ground. What is it like on the ground now?
1: Well, effectively, I've been there for four years, and over the four years, it's changed dramatically. Uh, we're not just Mogadishu, we're in other places around Somalia. And Somalia, it's, it's just dragging itself out of, uh, as I said, 30 years of of civil war four years ago the streets would be empty there'd be you'd be no sign of business no sign of construction that's all there now you can see people selling on the streets tuk-tuks uh, taking people from A to be uh, construction towers uh, everywhere so somalia is slowly uh, getting out of the financial difficulties it has itse- itself in and this year it managed to get itse- itself relief from the imf uh, uh, funding mechanism so they can now borrow on the international markets Security remains the biggest issue uh, for Somalia, and that is the area that we're involved in trying to help Somalia improve their security structures. So in some ways, um, Ireland is very busy on these submissions. missions. There's uh, 11 civilian missions in the world, and Ireland seconds uh, mission members to all these missions. And unlike the UN, where we hear a lot about the EU missions are not so much peacekeeping, but peace building. And so what our mission is trying to do is, is build or uh, help Somalia build the fundamentals of a state, which include rule of law, policing and, and Coast Guard as well.
0: Yeah, because you are working obviously on the land, but you're also looking at policing the water because there's a huge coastline in Somalia. Um, and I expect that your experience from the Navy and the Coast Guard are particularly helpful there.
1: Yes, they are. Uh, uh, I, I, in fact, I even wear my uniform here when I'm here, when I'm meeting my, my counterparts. So it's, uh, the Irish flag is is, is moving around, bugged uh, issue. If you put it in perspective, if you took the bottom of Somalia uh, and uh, put it on the toe of Italy, the turn at the top of the horn would be somewhere in Sweden. That wow. is the length of coastline they have. And they have 200 nautical miles, which is roughly 400 kilometres out to sea. So they have millions of square kilometers of sea that contain immense riches, but also are subject to a lot of criminality through illegal uh, uh, migration, uh, regular migration, uh, uh, importation of weapons, uh, transit of of fighters coming down from Yemen. Obviously, the the threat of piracy is still there, but it's fairly well repressed. So our idea is to assist the Somalis in developing their maritime security capacity, not just at at, uh, the Blue water level, but also around the ports, we call it brown water, to secure the ports area, which are vital for trade for Somalia.
0: And why is the EU taking such a significant role in all this?
1: Somalia and particularly the Gulf of Aden is of strategic importance to Europe. Uh, the amount of shipping that goes through that area is immense, and most, a lot of it, is coming to European ports uh, up through the Suez Canal. When piracy was was at its height. Uh, most of the shipping had to go around the horn, the, the the Cape, and uh, that added huge costs to the uh, to the uh, cost of uh, doing business. So, from a commercial, and economic, sustainability point of view, from managing our supply chain management, which we all hear about these days, it's important that the Strait gets kept open and safe. Freedom of navigation is an international right. However, terrorists and pirates can interfere with that, and is vitally important for Europe that that does not happen again.
0: Mm. And as you said, there is the terrorist group Al-Shabaab and and the pirates, you've covered that as well. Another obstacle, I suppose, in your effort uh, to restore the rule of law is is corruption. How how rife is corruption in Somalia?
1: Uh, I I think it's, to be fair to Somalis, because of their history, it is this... Uh, form of doing business has been endemic for 30-40 years. Uh, so it, it, is, it was a way of life. So it is quite difficult to do business because of corruption and at the base of corruption, of course, you always find the terrorist movements, just like if you remember we had uh, in our own country. Um, the north of of, of Somalia, uh, in Puntland and also in the uh, Somaliland, it's fairly stable. Corruption is not a big issue. But when you come down to where Al-Shabaab are active, uh, where That sort of uh, conditions apply. Criminality and corruption will also go hand in hand with that activity. Mm. So that does uh, hinder Somalia's uh, ability to get itself out of its own uh, difficulties. And it's something that the government is attempting to address. And we're supporting the government in developing uh, anti-corruption guidelines and uh, workshops around that.
0: Um, Obviously, very important work that you're doing. But on a personal level, is it hard to be away from your family?
1: Yes, of course it is. Um, its I've, I mean, this year is quite difficult. Um, I was due to come home in March when COVID hit. So effectively, I was in the compound from January 2nd until I got home two weeks ago. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, uh, I, I finished my quarantine on Friday. I live until there and we got lockdown on Friday. And I have two weeks left of my leave before I go back to further lockdown in, mm. in, in Mogadishu for another two weeks. Uh, but it is, uh, but you adjust to life. Uh, we all adjust to our new surroundings. Just with COVID, it's the exact same if you're in a, in a compound. You you limit your expectations on a daily basis and you adjust to what you expect out of life. Uh, but I have to say, it, it is extremely rewarding. It's it's state building from the very basic building blocks. Uh, to be have the honour to be head of mission, to assist in creating a Coast Guard, to assist in developing a police service for Somalia from the ground up, is something that is, that is I will remember for the rest of my life and I find extremely rewarding. And my family fully supports me in doing this.
0: Well, I'm sure they do. And thank you so much for joining us to discuss it this morning. That's Chris Reynolds, Head of Mission for EU Cap.